Oh yeah, oh yeah, what it is. is. What it do, what baby? baby? Oh, we gon' lie, lie. Do you think? Do you think? I see, load, load up. Bull fans, we got you. Caruso. Welcome to another edition of the All Day Bulls post-game podcast show. This episode coming to you from downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Ambassador Hotel to be exact. It ain't like it was back in the day. And if you're listening to this and you're from Milwaukee, you know what I'm talking about. The final score of this game was Chicago 108, Milwaukee 119. Milwaukee gets the dub. Now here go a quick rundown of each team's current status after this here game. Milwaukee's current status, six wins, four losses, streak 1-1. One, one. Position, their division ranking is second, and their conference ranking is fifth. Bulls current status, four wins, seven losses, streak, loss of one. Position, their division ranking is fourth, and their conference ranking is twelfth. Now we're going to slide over to the big three. The stats that I feel are the most important in every basketball game. Number one, shooting percentage. Bulls took 100 shots, made 38 for 38%. They took 42 three-pointers, 14 makes for 33%. They shot 21 free throws, made 19 for 90.5%. Milwaukee shooting. They took 89 shots and had 42 makes for 47.2%. They took 47 three-point shots and made 15 of them for 31.9%. They shot 27 free throws, made 19 for 70.4%. Second of the big three stats is rebounding. Bulls, 47, 18 offensive. Detroit, 53, 13 offensive. Last but not least of the big three stats, turnovers. Bulls, 6. Milwaukee, 15. Just like last game, Bulls had 6. Oppo had 16. So the last two games, I'm really impressed with the turnover ratio. Now I'm going to bounce over to my overall game thoughts. Patrick Williams, out the gate. Getting bodied in the first half by Giannis. Again, he looked slow. He looked unaggressive. He made a couple of shots tonight. He shot uh, three or four from three, but three rebounds in 22 minutes, I believe. That's just not going to get it done. Uh, And on the year, he's still only shooting 28% from three. And he's a career 40% shooter. That's four years. DeMar DeRozan needs to stop shooting threes. Seriously. I keep hearing on the broadcast that they want him to shoot threes. No, do not shoot threes. He was 0-3 tonight, and he's shooting 32% for the year, and he's 29% for his career. Man, hey, let's stop expecting people to do something that they haven't done. If a motherfucker ain't done it, don't, why would you count on him doing it? Let him do what he do. He do the mid-game. He going to give you 50%, at least from 48 to 50% from mid-range. 
Let them close the game out. Let them hit one every once in a while, especially if the three ain't going. But he don't have to be included in that package. You can uh, fix that offense so he doesn't end up with the ball late in the shot clock from the corner. That, that's a terrifying thought. Another note, Chris Middleton is garbage, and he's getting worse. Last year, he shot 31% from three. This year, he's shooting 32% from three. And before that, the nine previous years in a row, he shot at least 37% from three. He, he's going down, and he's going down quick. And I never really thought he was much of anything in the first place. But they better just use him as a spot-up shooter because that's all he got. Zach Levine does not finish with ease on a one-on-one break. There's certain players in the league, when you see them on a one-on-one break, you, you just want to see what he finna do to this cat. How, how he finna bust this move on this cat. If it's Kyrie, if it's, if it's Harden, you got you feeling like at least 95% that he's going to finish this. It's going to be a high-quality shot because he's going to make a move on this cat. When Zach Levine going down the court, I'm like, ooh, I hope we make this motherfucker. I, I don't feel that secure. I feel more secure with DeRozan. In that situation on the one-on-one, he'll, he, he won't out-jump somebody, but he's crafty enough that he'll do a move and they'll end up with a high-quality look at the rim. I don't feel that way about Zach Levine. Ayo DeSumo continues to impress, shooting 50% from three with limited attempts. Give him two, three max a game. Let him shoot wide-open threes and give you those intangibles that he give you on defense, uh, rebounding, setting up the offense, I'll take that. Uh, my last note about this game and about this season, the Bulls need easy baskets. They do not shoot well as a team. They shot 38% tonight. That's just not going to get it done. But a lot of that reason is because too much of their offense is being set up in the half court. And in the half court, they just suck. That's where we miss Lonzo Ball because he was creating so many fast break points. If it wasn't the outlet, it was rushing the ball up the court that created mismatches and had it easier for us to score. But when the game is slowed down and we bring that ball up, but we have to score in that half court, man, that shit sucks. Anyway, those are my game notes. Now, my two key reasons for what went wrong in this game. Well, the first one is obvious. The Bulls did not shoot the ball well. 38% from the floor, 33 from three, not going to get it done. If the Bulls could have made eight more shots, if they would have made eight more shots, they would have shot 44% from the field. But those six extra shots would have got us a minimum of 12 points, which would have won the game because we lost by nine. We have to shoot better. My other reason is one of their superstars showed up and neither of ours didn't. Uh, Damian didn't have a good night. Middleton, ah. uh, but Giannis did the damn thing. Giannis does what Giannis does. That's what superstars do. They do that shit day in and day out. It's the super superstars. Zach Levine had a terrible shooting night. He didn't do shit. And DeMar DeRozan had a terrible night. He didn't do shit. Their superstar showed up. Ours did not. Player of the game, I'm going to give it to Nikola Vucevic. Uh, did not like his, his field goal percentage. I believe he was 11 of 24 to get him 26 points. Did get 12 boards, couple assists. 
Had to give it to somebody, so I'm going to give it to him. Preview of the next game. Diapo is the Orlando Magic. Wednesday night in Chicago. Five wins, four losses. They're on a streak of winning one. The notable threats is Paolo Banchero at 18.9 points a game and Franz Wagner at 18.6 points a game. Their offense is ranked 25th overall and their defense is ranked 2nd overall. Thank you for checking out this post-game podcast show, and I'll kick it with you again after the next game. Deuces.